Our scripture lesson this morning is from the Old Testament, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 6. And I am reading to you from the message translation. Be strong. Take courage. Don't be intimidated. Don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. The word of the Lord. Please join me in prayer. Prepare our hearts, O God, to accept your word. Silence in us any voices but your own, so that we may hear your word and also do it. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. As someone who is going to be pursuing a degree in a subject that involves public speaking, I'm probably a little more nervous than I should be right now. But my name is Bailey Balderson. I'm currently a senior at Saxe High School and plan to attend the University of Texas at Austin next fall where I will be majoring in communications. Deuteronomy 31.6 is my all-time favorite verse and it has been for years. When I was in middle school, I went through this Pinterest quotes and note card phase where I would find all of these random sayings about love, being yourself, and countless other cliches, then copy them down onto note cards and hang them all around my room. One time, I was specifically searching for quotes about bravery, and one of the first things to pop up just happened to be the Bible verse Deuteronomy 31.6. It was actually the NIV version, but one similarity in each interpretation is the emphasis on God being your God. Don't give them a second thought, because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He is our God, and he will never leave us. I like how this stresses the fact that God has a special bond with each of us. He knows everything about us, and he tells us many, many times throughout the Bible that we are not alone in our fear and during our times of trouble. He is truly our God. There is a lot of pressure for kids my age, believe it or not. Some of it can stem from social media. People will put on happy masks for the things that they post. You never see someone my age asking for thoughts and prayers and telling everyone they're going through a difficult time. You have smiling picture after smiling picture bombarded with filters and teenagers hoping to get the approval of their classmates with the occasional degrading comment. It can be a harsh place to be a part of and it can water the insecurities that us teenagers have already growing inside of us. As all kids of all different time periods have experienced, we feel pressure from the adults in our lives whether it be our parents, teachers, coaches, or whomever. We're expected to do well in school, to take time to study and make each class our top priority. We're meant to take on responsibilities at home and hit the ball hard every time we're up to bat. Then, society tells us to be ourselves, but only as long as it fits into their mold, to stand out, but to not be too different from everyone else. Amidst all of these expectations, we have our own goals too, our own ambitions and our own wants. It's hard to follow your heart when you can't hear what it says over the sound of someone else's voice. Now, I'm not trying to complain about the pressures of being a kid nowadays. The point is of all of this is to get, it is easy to get lost in the midst of everything, especially what worries us or even scares us. We tend to cling to those most of all. When I found Deuteronomy 31.6, I instantly memorized it. Not to out myself as a bad Christian, but it is actually the only verse I have ever memorized. It became the only thing I said to myself when I felt all those anxieties. I have lots of visual reminders of it. It's on the back of my high school letterman jacket. I wrote it on the bottom of all my softball visors, and I think I even painted it on a clay cross at some point. It's literally everywhere. 
That verse is a part of my daily life, mostly when I'm just exhausted and a little extra stressed. I think that's what Moses imagined when he said it, though, what God wants for us, to not be apprehensive or scared, but to turn to him when we need that reassurance that everything is going to be all right. Because he's there to support us during the most burdensome of times or just when we're feeling a little too much pressure. He wants that feeling of loneliness to wash away, and he wants us to believe that there is a reason to be okay. As a child who was afraid of going up to the front of fast food restaurants to ask for more to drink, mom and dad, you've done a wonderful job helping me grow up with courage. We've made some real progress. During this next phase of my life, I will continue to carry these words with me. I know for a fact that there will be times at college when I am exceptionally stressed or intensely intimidated about any number of things, perhaps more than one at a time. But God is coming to Austin with me, and I don't think he plans on leaving anytime soon. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> My name is Megan Emmer, and I am a senior at Wiley High School. I've been involved in high school band and soccer since my freshman year. And next fall, I will be attending Louisiana Tech and majoring in chemical engineering. During my senior year of high school, I've grown a lot as a person. Throughout my first three years of high school, I always thought it was important to keep up an image of being perfect and trying to please everyone around me. Although the people around me liked me, I didn't like myself. There's a quote that says, the loneliest people are the kindest, the saddest people smile the brightest, and the most damaged people are the wisest, all because they do not wish to see anyone else suffer the way they do. I personally relate to this quote because I feel that everyone should live their best life, even if I have to sacrifice my own for theirs. In life, many people want the best for each other, but they don't check in with themselves. I had this problem out throughout the first three years of high school. Looking back at it now, this caused me to, to never want to focus on my own work. I never faced my emotions or what was happening in my life. I thought that helping others would make me feel better about myself, but helping others is only a temporary feeling. This also made my faith in God suffer. I thought that I could never be enough for others. I didn't think that the real me was perfect. I know that God sees as everyone as equals and knows that everyone is perfect in their own way, but with social media, school, soccer, and more taking over my life, I never thought I could be perfect in his eyes. In today's society, everyone's life revolves around social media. I've always thought that my life had to look perfect and that everyone else's accounts for me to feel happy. One of the biggest social media platforms based off pictures is Instagram. Instagram allows people to share pictures and videos for others to see. Society has put this image in our minds that everyone has, everyone's lives look perfect while we feel like everything is crashing around us. Well, I always thought my account had to look a certain way for others to like me. I thought that I didn't get enough followers or get enough likes on my pictures. This mentality started to affect my own life. I thought that even my friends at school wouldn't like me because I didn't like look like every other girl on Instagram. Almost every social media platform is used for people to show up how perfect their life is, although we know no one's life is perfect. We all have great times in life, but does this, this does not make life anywhere near perfect. With God by my side, I decided to change and become the best version of myself. 
During my senior year, I have overcome multiple fears of mine, including playing solos in band concerts, being more open, talking about my emotions, and even, de even deciding to preach here for y'all today. By staying strong and having courage, it has allowed me to do so much more than I ever thought. It also taught me to be the best me I can be and that no person or thing can change that. My first real relationship taught me to love myself for who I am. Before I had met him, I was very insecure about myself and never opened up to others about much. For the longest time, I wouldn't even open it up to him. For the first time in my life, I had someone who cared so much about me that we would fight over how I wouldn't tell him what was going on in my life. For the longest time, I just ignored it and told him that I was doing okay. I felt that if I showed, told him how stressed or hurt or confused I was, that he would want to help, and I never wanted him to suffer how, like how I felt I was. Over time, I built up the courage to talk to him about whatever I needed to. This helped me learn that it is so much better for us to talk about our feelings because it can hurt us mentally if we don't. I've struggled with this for my entire life, and he helped me see that it can be scary, but the people who love me will always be there for me when needed. He helped me grow into the person I am today. If I had not learned this lesson, I don't know where I would be. He also taught me that I was perfect in every other way, that I didn't need to change for others to like me. It is so much better being who you are instead of trying to be someone else just to impress the world around us. I didn't just have an image problem on social media, but I thought I did in real life too. I always, always wanted to look like someone else. I never thought I was pretty enough or skinny enough, and he helped me realize that I was. I didn't need others' approval to be perfect. This has allowed my senior year to be so much better than I ever thought. Over the last three years of high school, and even the beginning of my senior year, I had many problems with self-image and confidence in myself. Once I learned that I'm the only one who can fix my mentality, I stuck with it. I slowly became more confident in myself, which allowed for my actions towards others to change too. I still care about all my friends and my family in my life, but I realized that I can help them and take care of myself too. I also learned that other people's opinions don't always matter. If you love yourself and are confident in that, then others will realize that and not judge you. There are other people who will always be jealous of others. I learned that I can, can't satisfy everyone's needs, so I must satisfy mine and be confident in that. The people who stick around with you throughout all of this are the real friends in your life. And no matter what, God will always be on your side and will never judge you for who you are. Thank you. Hi, I'm Maddie Taylor. I'm currently a senior at Saxe High School and will be attending either UT Austin or OU in the fall. I want to major in biology and eventually continue on to medical school. My family has been going to this church since I was three, so I literally grew up within these walls. All through my preschool years until now, there have been many people in the church supporting me. My small group has always provided me with love and a lot of laughter, and my friends are always there to make my day. And of course, I can't thank my youth directors enough for guiding me through the tough years of middle school and high school. When I think about this Youth Sunday verse, 
It reminds me so strongly of the church and all that it strives to be. The verse says that God is right there with you. He won't let you down and he will never leave you. The church is like God in that way. They are always beside the people they reach out to and refuse to leave anyone who is in need. This church has taught me the ability to see all people as God's people and has taught me to never judge another person based on their circumstances. I have also had the privilege of participating in many mission projects and gotten to see firsthand the positive impact this church has on so many lives. One of these mission projects was going down to Houston to help clean up after the hurricanes there. I specifically remember one of the families we were helping say that many churches came at the beginning, but CCPC was the only one that kept coming back. This church is relentless in its pursuit of finding a way to help everyone, whether they are a part of the church or not. Sometimes I need this church more than I even realize. When I was 12, my dad passed away after a battle with cancer. I was in a very difficult place and couldn't even begin to process the grief that I was feeling. I remember our house being flooded with food and gifts as what seemed like half the congregation came to see if me and my mom were okay. I also remember going on choir tour just weeks after my dad's passing and being overwhelmed by love and support from the whole choir. This church has never left my side and I know that it never will. There are so many people that I want to thank that have always stuck with me. First off, I want to thank my amazing friends Bailey, Catherine, Megan, and Emma for always making me smile and doing everything with me. I want to thank the youth sponsors Tommy, Michael, and Grandpa Mike for providing me with guidance and laughter. I want to thank Laura for all that she sacrifices and does for me and everyone else. Finally, I want to thank my mom. She is the one person who has been by my side for my whole life. She will do anything for me and will support me through everything. Going to college and leaving her is going to be one of the hardest things I ever do. I have been cared for and guided by every single church member in some way, and I will remember that for the rest of my life. Each of you has helped to make me who I am, and for that, I am forever grateful. Hi, my name is Katherine Shepard, and I'm currently a senior at Hebron High School. In the fall, I plan to attend OU or either SFA, majoring in education. I have attended Canyon Creek my entire life. It is my home away from home. I never thought I would ever have the strength to do this, but here we are. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, be strong, take courage, don't be intimidated. Don't give them a second thought because God, your God, is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you and he won't let you down. He won't leave you. In today's world of suffering and hate, this verse could not be more relevant. This verse has really connected with me throughout the year. The first time God put this verse into my heart was last year. At the beginning of 2019, Laura gave us our first star word. A star word is like a word you try to live by for the next year, kind of like a New Year's resolution. Sure enough, I drew the word courage. I immediately knew what God was saying as if he had whispered it into my ear. I started reading scriptures that involved ordinary people who felt alone but were comforted by the grace of God. These people had courage even in the darkest of times. The amazing thing is that they were ordinary people. Anyone can be courageous. The verse stood out to me and eventually became one of my favorite scriptures. I think when getting the star word, courage, 
It was God's plan to help me explore and learn to become a better leader in my community. It also taught me to live life with hope and bravery, not cowardice or fear. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that events Lord has planned for our lives is the right path for us. All we have to do is trust him with it. I promise if you put your trust in God, a huge weight will be lifted off of your shoulders because that's what happened to me. This year I have grown in my faith by not just hearing these words, but also by living by these words. Without God's courage, I could have never taken the steps toward my future like I have. God has helped me find peace and courage by becoming a squad leader in my band program, finishing my Girl Scout Gold Award project, and applying for college. College has been a very stressful thing on my mind this year. It has definitely caused me some anxiety, but in this verse, it says he's right there with you. He won't let you down. He won't leave you. And I take comfort in that. When deciding where I wanted to apply or what to major in, I took a step back and I prayed. When you feel as if you are carrying the weight of the world, let God carry it for you. God was there through it all, and I realized I'm passionate about teaching. The Bible says that God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that Jesus, the world, may be saved. All, we all have a heart-wrenching moments in our lives. God is and has been and will always be there fighting the battle with you. I have learned that everything happens for a reason, and I know that is, that is a cliche, but it's true. It is all a part of God's plan. See, God is in our families, friends, strangers, practically everything. All you have to do is look around and you'll find him. Sometimes when I can't feel God, I wonder how could he be there? Well, God doesn't always speak to you directly. God speaks through scripture, people you love, nature, and so much more. Shaisi was a few weeks ago, and it definitely brought me closer to God. The overall message was that you are loved, you are worthy, and you are enough. Those words were words that I really needed to hear. Sometimes you don't know you need to hear something until it's said. Those words spoke to me, and by spending the weekend with people who really love me, made an impact. God puts people in your life for a reason. Lots of times, God does things in your life that make you so in awe that you are speechless because you feel unworthy. To me, that shows the perfect love of God. In times like this, take a pause and thank God for his unconditional love. I have grown not only in leadership, but also in my faith these past four years more than ever before. I have experienced a connection with God that I never knew was possible, and know now he will never leave me. The future is scary, but with God striding with us, nothing could ever stand against us. It will always work out just as God intended. Thank you.